How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Play ball, we got a deal. Major League Baseball finally finding a way to get it done, and it is restored. The Great American Pastime will start on Sunday with spring training. Uh, Check-in, first games, March 17th. April 7th, uh, 162-game schedule commences. Uh, a lot of stuff there to unpack, as they say, and nobody did better to do it with than Jim Cott, the Hall of Fame uh, left-handed pitcher and broadcaster extraordinaire, joins us from Florida. Jim, thank you for joining us. W- w- were you surprised at all that it went this long, or were you surprised, more surprised that a deal got done today? I was more surprised that it took this long, and I was more relieved than doing handstands because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know why it takes both sides this long to understand. They're never going to get everything they want, yep. each side. And they have to know that going in. And I think when Rob Manfred, in fact, I talked to Rob, I think when he called the lockout, thought it would probably motivate players to say, hey, we we want to get contracts. We know we, we want to uh, know where we're playing. So, you know, is the international draft that big a deal to stop the, you know, stop the season, things like that? They have to start looking at that back in December and say, if you ask for six things and you get three, you probably ought to be happy. That's what negotiations are all about. So I'm glad they got it done. I wish they had done it sooner. And uh, uh, I've, I've received so many calls of joy from hmm. fans. And that's what I'm happy about, that the fans were – really taking the short end of this. Yeah, they just want to see baseball, obviously, you know, and, and, right. and get yeah. it done and let's go play, right? I mean, uh, uh, and right, especially right now with all we've been, this is the third spring training that's been impeded, you know, either by COVID or now a, a work stoppage. But yeah. now we've got a free agent frenzy coming. What, what happens next, do you think, Jim? Are guys going to get overpaid? What, what, what can the Twins do here? You know, I really don't know. I don't know what the dollars are going to be for – uh, I mean, I'm, I would be kind of disappointed if Freddie Freeman left Atlanta. That's like, uh, you know, Kirby or one of the yeah. longtime Twins mainstays, like Tony leaving Minnesota, and then of course Correa. He's he's in the mixer. So I I really don't know how to read the 
the free agent market. Actually, what's more important to me than things like that are what are we going to do about making the game on the field more appealing? Yep. Because all the attention has been on these negotiations. Yep. And yet we keep talking about a game that's taking, you know, so much longer to play than necessary uh, because there's too much dead time of no entertainment. And people that have never played, meaning the guys upstairs like in Park Avenue, they're coming up with all these rules like pitch clocks and things that yeah. they think are going to do it. Well, uh, you know, that we don't need to. I talked to Whitey Herzog recently in St. Louis. He said, quit messing with the rules. I said, yeah, if they just left the game alone and shortened it to seven innings hmm. and didn't allow you to carry more than nine or ten pitchers, uh, we'd have a better quality of ball, and I think the game would, you know, people leave after two and a half hours anyway. Yes. So those are kind of my uh, my old school thoughts. Well, well, they went to, they went back to the two nine innings on a doubleheader, and, and they're not going to start uh, a player at second base. I understand, you know, for the extra innings. Did that surprise you? Nothing surprises me when <laughs> into this give and take. You know what? I I can't keep track of it all. They want to make the bases bigger. You know? Yep. And at one time, they were going to move the mound back six feet. I said, man. You know, just leave the game alone, and if it's too boring and takes too long, there's two really simple solutions to it, but they'll never do that, and that's deaden the ball and regulate the bat. Yep. Um, but I, quite frankly, I think, uh, I don't know if you polled every fan. I, I, I hear those that say, I don't care if it takes three and a half, four hours, and I love to see a lot of home runs. Is that what the modern fan wants? I'll give you a quote from my 25-year-old grandson who loved playing Little League Baseball, and he said, I'm tired of the game getting run into the ground by analytics and the people upstairs, the, uh, the metrics department. He said, there is nothing in the game today that provides excitement for me and our young generation. That's from a 25-year-old college graduate who loved baseball and still does, but he's not happy with the game on the field so uh is, is he the exception or the rule uh i don't know if we know the answer to that do, do you think these players uh are going to get an ample spring training here to be ready for the uh regular season is everybody in such good shape that that shouldn't matter much i think so i mean spring training was longer in my era because we worked in the off season so we actually yeah. came to spring training to get in shape and and now players are working out in the off season. So mainly what they need is at bats against live pitching and pitchers need to pitch innings. And, and that really doesn't take that long. I mean, I know from being a starter, um, I would say I'd pitch three innings, uh, two days later, I'd pitch three more then I'd get three days off, pitch five, then seven. And by opening day, you hoped you were ready to pitch nine. Now today, you don't <laughs> wow. have to do that because you know if you can just pitch five or six, you're fine. Because you know they're they're power pitchers and they're trained differently. But uh, I, I think these guys will all be ready. You know, Jim, the, the Twins are going to have to figure out something with their starting rotation with Jose Barrios being traded and Kenta Mahida sitting with Tommy John surgery. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, the auditions of kids last year that were okay, not overwhelming. Uh, that looks like a tough rotation to build from where I sit right here. Yeah, it is. I, I, of course, I think most staffs 
that are successful teams. I go back to our 82 Cardinal team. We're going to celebrate our 40th reunion this year, winning the World Series. We hit 67 home runs as a team, stole 200 bases, and Whitey Herzog put together our pitching staff from the ninth inning back. And so today's game, you know, your bullpen has suddenly become more important almost than your rotation. You'd like to have, you know, a ace, a number one guy. I, I think Joe Ryan has a chance to be that guy. You'd like to have a number one guy, but a lot of teams don't have that. And they, they just have on the major league level average starters. But if you, if you have a good team of pitchers from the sixth inning on, you're still going to be competitive and win a lot of games. Hall of Famer Jim Cott is our guest as the uh, Twins now embrace on a season. Major League Baseball uh, has an agreement. Dave St. Peter will join us at uh, 735 as well and tell you what the, what you need to know from a, uh, a fan's perspective uh, going into this season and uh, when the games will be played, uh, uh, etc. Jim, I, this is just a personal off, the, but, but when you transformed from a starting pitcher to a relief pitcher, um, and maybe you're going into a series and you're looking at uh, who, who's on the other team and who the left-handers are and you know when, when that key at bat might come up, all those things. Is that difficult or not? I think it's an adjustment, but I think the, the biggest challenge is when you come in as a reliever and you haven't done it before, uh, the tendency is to the old go as hard as you can as long as you can. and You have a tendency to want to overthrow instead of just pitch. And so that was the first adjustment. And then you, your role is pretty well dictated by the manager. Like Whitey Herzog said to me, I want you to be my lefty-lefty guy. So if we're playing the Pirates, I'm going to look at Willie Stargell and, and Dave Parker. And when it gets to the sixth or seventh inning, you look at the batting order and you say, well, mentally, i got to start preparing because if, if uh, the situation comes up, those are the guys I'm going to have to pitch against. And you know, you might do that two, three days in a row, and then you get a day off. But nothing surprises you if you're, you know, if you're thinking it out ahead of time of who they have on the other team that uh, that you might have to face. I, I don't. Again, I'm off the beaten path here a little bit, but I'm always fascinated by it because I just saw a documentary on Dave Parker in his prime. Was he as good as there was in baseball? Did he have a few years there where he was the best? Boy, he was something special. I crossed paths with him in. Uh, when I coached for Pete Rose in Cincinnati sure. during the end of his career, but uh, yeah, he was uh, he was one of those you know many players that in the voting just gets uh, like my friends the Shalen brothers wrote a book years ago about Hall of Famers, and I was one of the ones in the book out by a step. And thankfully, the Veterans Committee was kind to me this year, so I'm no longer out by a step, but. Uh, Dave Parker and Dick Allen, who will get in in due time. You know, there are a lot of players like that are just on the on the cusp. And uh, the Cobra was uh, was quite a force in his. Uh, you know, I I want to say maybe five or six really dom- dominant years. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just fun now that we're past this lockout that we can talk about players and people and things like that. Have you had a chance to tour uh, Cooperstown yet? I know you've been there before, but I know Tony got the official tour. Did you do that? I'm doing mine in May uh, when I get up to Vermont. We got kind of COVIDed out of the one we were going to do in January, which was okay because we'd have been snowed in there. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have been. I first went to the Hall of Fame with my college roommate in 1956, 
And uh, huh. then my first uh, my first Hall of Fame game that I was there for with the Twins was uh, was '66 when uh, Casey Stengel and and Ted Williams got inducted. And then I went to Harmon's and several others. So I've been there many, many times. And obviously this one uh, will be special. And then, uh, I'm looking forward to my orientation time. Well, how old that hit you when they say your plaque goes here? I really don't know. Yeah. You know, I kind of, I kind of fantasize about it. You know what I yeah. said? This is pure fantasy, but I'm saying, oh, would it be cool if my plaque was right next to Lefty Groves because mm-hmm. he is the player that my dad drove to Cooperstown in 1947 oh. to see Lefty's induction. That was his favorite wow. player. <laughs> so well, that's not going to happen. But you know, I'll be uh, I'll be happy if it's in the restroom. <laughs> and and now now you know, you're not going to have any problem with this. Uh, but you got you got a speech to get to, to write. Yeah, I've, I've been working on it and uh, tweaking it. And, you know, the big challenge today, I saw Harmon's the other day, yeah, which was so well delivered, as you'd expect. I was there for that. But I think now they, the, you know, we have six of us going in. So it's important uh, to, uh, you know, to edit it down and, and not drag it out too long. Because, you know, people will sit there for three and a half, four hours and, uh, so you, you want to thank the right people, but you have to be concise and, and get in and out just like you were game on television. So I've been going over, uh, obviously, the most of my time will be spent on uh, on my dad and uh, on Jack McKeon, who was a minor league manager for yeah. me, and Bobby Shantz, who was my boyhood idol. And then I have others to thank as well. But that's... Uh, I'll get it down. I think I've got it down to about 12 minutes. Perfect. Last question. You're going to be at Twin Spring training at all this year? I won't be at spring training. You don't know. No, I hope to be at uh, at opening day. We've been traveling around quite a bit this winter, so right now I'm in South Carolina. Okay. And uh, don't plan to be back to Florida until uh, until early April. Uh, unless I'm called to be to spring training, I can certainly get there in a hurry, but I have no plans right now to uh, to go there. Well, you don't have to work at, work on those pitchers hitting anymore like you could do so well because the DH is going oh, to the man. National League. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't mind that they're they're not hitting because they haven't even hit in the little league, so I can't blame yeah. them for that. But I just wish they'd work on their fielding so nobody gets <laughs> hurt badly. There's too many of them aren't in position to field the ball oh, coming on, back on, at them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jim, always a pleasure. It's so fun to at least start to transition into you know talking about the game instead of the work stoppage. So thank you for giving us some time. As always, really appreciate your perspective. Oh, I'm. I'm happy to do it. It is good to be talking about the game again. Absolutely. Jim Cott, the Hall of Famer, joining us on News Talk 830 WCCO. Dave St. Peter will tell you, the, you the fans, what you need to know about the season coming up as well. Now, now there's some fans out there. There's fans of baseball, of course, but there's also fans of the outdoors. And this weekend, if you're a fan of the outdoors and you live in the Midwest, you might want to go out to Canterbury Park. You see, Canterbury Park, well, that's where they race horses. I guess that's kind of the outdoors. No, 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 no. Canterbury Park is also where they hold events. It's a great event center. And this weekend, they'll hold the 2022 Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic. That's right, the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic. March 11th, 12th, and 13th. Family-friendly event. Interactive kid zone. Offers youth hands-on learning environment, including educational displays, such as the Grand Slam of Turkeys. You didn't know, here we're going to baseball again, there was a Grand Slam of Turkeys gobble-gobble. Scoring of antlers will be conducted by the Minnesota official measurers 
with prizes for multiple categories. Now, for some, that might not mean much. For those of you that have big bucks, you know what that means. Celebrity appearances by TV stars like Lee and Tiffany Lukoski of The Crush, Pat and Nicole Reeve of Driven TV, and fan favorite Melissa Bachman of Winchester Deadly Passion fame. It's all going on there. A wide variety of outfitters, manufacturers, and retailers offering goods and services related to outdoor recreation, as well as subscribing bonuses offered by Outdoor News. It's all there. You need to be there, too. Tickets at mndeerclassic.com. That's mndeerclassic.com. It's back. Baseball is back. The Minnesota Twins are back. And they will be on these airwaves. I don't know if we're doing any spring training games, but on April 7th, or thereabout, they will commence the season. And I don't know if they pick it up with the existing schedule on April 7th. We'll talk to Dave St. Peter about that uh, in the 7 o'clock hour and what you need to know about spring training, all that stuff. Um, I can give you some tips if you go down to spring training. I can give you some really good tips. Okay, like, like this. This is one of them. Uh, if you're going there to watch a game, then you can look at the schedule. But there's so much more you can do if they're not playing a game. Let me give you an example. Let's say the Twins are out of town that day, and they're playing in Port Charlotte, or they're playing in Tampa, wherever it is. And you go, oh, well, no sense going to the ballpark because they're not playing today. There's always a group of players, that good players, that doesn't make the trip. And so if you go out there, you can watch these guys play, and you have access to them for autographs, pictures, whatever it is, more access than you would on a normal game day. And um, you know, because you're more accessible, because there's not as many you know, much fan pressure, plus you've got the other ballparks going with the uh, uh, minor league guys that are participating. And, and a lot of people miss that opportunity. If, if you want to see the big boys play, um, a lot of them are not going to make the trip to wherever the trip is. And so you can go out to the stadium and have full access to them. It's pretty cool uh, as you watch them work out, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of a fun thing. And uh, and then they take batting practice back there. There's some nets. Now, you know, some of that depends on – I think just about anybody can be fascinated by watching big league players take batting practice. I played baseball my whole life. So, so I love to watch it for the intricacies. I, I love to see how long is their stride. What are they doing with their hands? What do they do when they do tee work? You know, they set the ball on the tee, and what are they trying to do with it? Where do they sit? They sit it in front of the plate like that's where they're going to hit it. Do they move it back in case they got to bring their hands through? It, it, it's a fascinating study of what they're trying to do. Or you'll see these big leaguers doing soft toss. And you say, why do big leaguers need to do soft toss? And they sit there, and, and, and a, um, a coach will just toss it, you know, soft toss, you just lob it up there, that's what that is, and you hit it. Uh, because they just, they can never get enough practice, they can never get on top of it enough, they can never perfect their swing. And you sit and watch them do that, or you watch the fielding drills, where they use just like, like right off the uh, Twins main field, there. there's a place there, and they've got half a field just for infield. And you watch the dr- drills that they do, and you see how strong their arms are. Uh, the uh, uh, the middle infielders and, and how they move their feet and what they ask them to do. It's really fun. And then you watch the pitchers pitch unimpeded when they're just working on things. And you stand there and you go, I wonder what that would feel like to be expected to get on base, get a hit against this pitcher. And you watch, and generally speaking, you go, I'd have no chance. Uh, but you get to see that. And, you know, so from time to time, like, uh, it's been a while since we've had spring training there. But the last time I was down there, Rod Carew's working with Royce Lewis, the top prospect on bunting, because Royce wants to know about bunting. Now, if you enjoy the game enough, that's fun to see. And you see this kid that wants to know, and he's tapping into this Hall of Famer, and they're working on bunting, which Rod did so well. Uh, those are fun 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there kind of a thing. 
and 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 that's a great piece of spring training. Here, here's another tip for you, and, and I'm speaking more now if you go down to Fort Myers. Uh, so the Twins again aren't playing, or it's an off date. The Red Sox might be playing, uh, or there might be another team playing somewhere else that you want to go see. You know, if you just want to see baseball, go over to Bradenton and watch the. Uh, uh, the Pirates are to Tampa and watch the Rays. They play by the stadium there. And uh, obviously just down the, the down the road, Jet Blue Stadium, you've got the Boston Red Sox. So if you just want to see baseball and, and, and you pay just a little bit of attention, you can go to other ballparks as well. That's a fun part of it. Um, leave early if you want to get to the beach because we get into spring, to, uh, spring break time this time of year. So if you want to go down to Fort Myers Beach, that's okay. But know that it funnels in, in through just, just one highway, one two-laner there to get you there. So plan accordingly if you want to go to the beach, hang out, all that stuff. It's fun stuff. Just make sure you leave enough time. And and that's just, you know, one of the fun things. And then, um, you know, there's some places over there, bell towers, etc., that uh, you can go over and just kind of hang out and it feels good or you can get some fresh sushi, all that stuff. Uh but um, if you're going to go down there, there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can get a lot out of spring trading that you might not be aware of, uh, and that's some of it. Now, I'm concerned because Nelson Cruz uh, I, I is one of my all-time um, probably players that I admired the most that came through here. And I thought they'd have a good chance to get him, uh, but I also knew that, and it came to fruition, they're going to have the, the designated hitter in the National League. And so Nelson's market value just opened up so that he's got, um, you know, he can have any team bid for him now as opposed to just the American League teams. So he's um, he's in the catbird seat, as they say. But I was really hoping the Twins might be able to make a run at him. And now you look at the pitchers, the free agent pitchers that are available. You know, you got like Clint Kershaw, but you don't know what his status is. And you know the Twins aren't going to be in play on him. And so you'll wonder who this, who's the second tier going to be. And, and it's probably a little ambitious, I think, Jim Cott realizes it as well to, to to start talking about Joe Ryan as an ace. You know, he, he's a gamer. He shows you some things. Um, but it should be nice to see him as a number three right now at this time in his career and see if there's other, some other people that can kind of set the table and pave the way. They should be able to score some runs. Guys, isn't this fun? We're talking about the team and, and who's going to, you know, if Garber hits a little bit and Donaldson comes back and uh, Ortiz can figure out how not to strike out so much and uh, uh, Buxton is healthy this year and maybe Max Kepler can get to 30 home runs. All of a sudden, we're talking about things that are actually matter, you know, that, that, that are fun and important. We'll continue to do that. We come back, Terry Kunze, one of the great basketball minds of all time. Uh, we'll talk about what happened to the Gophers. Uh, where are high school prospects coming from, and some Timberwolves. He knows all. He'll join us from a remote location in a tournament when we come back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.